0: This is episode 245 of Bella in Your Business. Hi there. I'm Bella Vasta from Jump Consulting. You might know me from CBS, NBC, Fox, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur... Or maybe you've seen me speak on stage or read my book, The Four Dogs That Every Business Owner Needs. In any case, get ready because you're about to get your hashtag Bella butt kicking in this next episode of Bella in Your Business. So what do you say? Let's get ready and jump. I want to tell you a story about one of my clients. Her name's Randa Clark with Tail Chasers. Her and her husband, Matt, run this magnificent business. They joined the mastermind in 2018. She was one of our OG, original gangsta members. She was struggling to delegate employees when communicating what she was trying to convey with different tasks. Her dog walks at the time were only $17 for 20 minutes or $75 a week. And her plan was to raise her rates $2 per visit on February 1st, 2018. She wanted to rebrand her whole company because she wanted to go from being known as dog walkers to everything pet care because she had this big vision for herself. And she was working on all of these grandiose plans while doing it scared and wondering what's happening. She was also living more in the city in a high density area with her two young sons and just living life, right? Trying to figure it all out. Today, I want to talk to you. Are you playing too small in your business? And just how much growth can you see in a year or two? I'm going to give you a lot of different examples of many of my different clients, both in the Mastermind and in Better Marketing with Bella. Through those programs, we get to work together long term, which is always really amazing because there's accountability and working through the struggles and the challenges and the fears the whole time. But I want you to wonder, are you playing too small with your business? How are you solving problems? The way that you solve your problems are going to determine the answer to this question. What are your dreams and your ideas? Are you using things to the best of your advantage? Or are you just of the mindset or the mind frame that, well, this is good enough for today? Or another day, another dollar? Or oh my gosh, I'm so busy. I don't even have time to eat. So I'm just going to go through drive through all of this stuff. Things get worse before they get better. And what determines if they get better is your own mindset and your own connection to your vision and your dreams. Are you dreaming bigger? Are you building a business with the know-how or the thought process of what's going to happen one, two, three, four years from now? Or are you just doing it to get by and to just live another day today? Are you solving problems? Are you creating dreams? Are you creating systems, structures, software programs so that you can build a really big business and remove yourself from it to keep going on to the things that you ultimately want to do? Or maybe you don't know what you want to do. A lot of us don't and it just kind of organically develops. But most of the time we're gonna miss out on the organic development if we don't have that time or headspace in our life in order to take advantage of it. So again, I'm going to ask you, are you playing too small? I want to talk about software really quickly because I see this as a major pain point in a lot of different pet sitting and dog walking companies. When I talk about software, I'm not just talking about your pet sitting software. I'm not just talking about Jazz HR. I'm not just talking about your own iPhone or Android. I'm not just talking about ClickUp, Slack, Backpack, Evernote, Asana, or any of those. I'm talking about it all. Are you playing too small? Are you getting softwares, getting them on board, not really fully understanding the capability and the integrations that things can do? Are you really using things to the fullest capability to streamline your services, to streamline your systems? I'll tell you, hardly ever, it is not the fault of the actual software for not. Working or being too complicated. It is often the user humbling themselves enough to say, I don't know. I need help. I need to learn it better, or I need to delegate it to someone to become an expert in it so that we can execute it to its fullest capability. Integrations, APIs, what are those? Do you know? You need to know enough to be dangerous because if you are not wanting to play small, you need to have a larger vision and understanding of this stuff. Are you using your software to your fullest capability? Pet sitting software, we see this every year in the Mastermind when we go through different members' sign-up processes and we see how people use Precise Pet Care, Time to Pet, Leash Time, Power Pet Sitter, whatever it might be. And we see that just because two businesses use the same software, how drastically different it can appear to the user just simply because of the way they set it up. You could talk to the same business owner and their systems and processes are drastically different even though they use the same software because they choose to use certain features and not use other features. A great example of this is that pet sitter that does not allow their clients to go in and book or update their profile. They do it all for them versus someone who refuses to do it and has their clients do it. How can you possibly grow your business to a point that you can have those organic opportunities happen for you when all you're spending your time doing is being a glorified secretary, virtual assistant to your clients by updating their profiles, by entering in their schedules. Dream big, you guys. It's possible. Slack. What about the channels? Do you have channels established in Slack or is it just one big mishmash where you talk to everyone? Oftentimes people ask me, what's the difference between Slack and Messenger or text message? I'll tell you a lot. And if you think they're the same, you are drastically mistaken. These are tools that a lot of my clients are using and it's helping so much. It's helping bond their team together. It's helping streamline communications. When you have a text message thread, you get dings and pings every single time from everyone and you cannot turn off group dings and pings, at least on iPhone. You also have to scroll, 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 scroll. To find what you want in a text message on Slack, you can search. On Slack, you can have different channels where you say, you know, like funny memes or this client or client issues or staff issues or announcements or, you know, team building, whatever you might want. It's a very easy way to keep track of things. What can you do to uplevel your knowledge on? I'm going to tell you right now, as someone who has many courses on her website, you don't need another course. You don't need more education. You just need to be better at using what you got in front of you because most of you have it in front of you. You're just not using it to the fullest capability. I want you to also think about doing things in your business. Only you know how to do things or is it everybody? Does everybody know how to do things? If you were removed today or God forbid, you were in the hospital, could someone else step up and actually take your place If someone can't step up and take your place in your business, I got news for you again. You're playing too small. You are not that important and you are not a brain surgeon. And You do not need to be on call all day long and you do not need to be working until 11 p.m. at night and getting up at 6 a.m. and working. You will get nowhere fast in your business. You might feel busy, but are you actually striving and moving and, and changing things? Probably not. I know this firsthand, you guys, in 2014, when I birthed one of the 50 world's smallest female babies on the planet at only 12 ounces. Yes, that can of soda that you may have in your cup holder right now. When I birthed a 12 ounce baby and was in the NICU for six months, there is no way I would ever have been able to sell my business for six figures had I not had a bigger vision and not have been playing small. If I was the only pet sitter, I would have lost my business. That's a six-figure investment. Are you playing too small? Will every interview get the same experience? Will every new client have the same kind of consultation? How big are you playing in your business? Are you systematizing things? I want to kind of go back to the lady I was talking to you first about, about Randa. She actually did up her rates And then she redid her whole entire website and her branding. And not only did she keep most of her customers from the new rates, but she also started getting emails from past customers wanting to start with the dog walking services at the new rate. She had so many applications and interviews that she finally added an office manager to her staff because she was doing it all by herself. And then things took off. In October 1st, 2018, she actually opened up a doggy daycare and training facility. And you know what she did? She moved her entire family to live on this property. She started a dog training school at her new location and was getting rave reviews from the Dog Lodge Barrington Pet Resort. Her delegation improved tremendously as she celebrated her fourth year employment with one of her team members. She had a team member that was with her for four years. Was everything smooth? (laughs) No. No. Was there some pretty heavy challenges and roadblocks she had to overcome making this one big move? Yup. And she did it all with the support of the mastermind behind her. In 2020, even with COVID happening, she launched a new business with her own brand of pet food, which is her third business that she opened since September, 2018. And then July, 2021, she's set to open up a new location for her doggy daycare, boarding, training, and grooming. Guys, I don't know if you've been keeping count. That's five businesses since 2018. A lot of this has to do with the fact that she just started delegating. She started dreaming bigger. And all of this, you would think that someone like this would be a total workaholic. No, she's not. She's got two amazing boys who she's an amazing mom to, and they take them hiking and on weekend trips, and they're always doing stuff. She actually homeschools them. Yeah. Wonder Woman Maybe. Smart? Absolutely. You guys, this stuff is possible, but it's possible when you dream big and you don't solve problems with a small mind. You have to start solving problems in your business with a big mind, a bigger vision. You have to start thinking bigger. You have to grow into those shoes. Have you guys ever been when you were a kid, did your mom ever buy you shoes that might've been a little bit big for you? So you stuck some toilet paper in the top so that your foot didn't slide around. I remember those days I did. Well, I want you to start thinking of your business like that. I want you to start thinking of your business bigger than you can actually fit into it so that you have room to grow into it. Let's just compare and contrast for a minute. I know last year was a pandemic. I know. But what I'm about to ask you is how far have you come since last year? What did you do during the pandemic? Are you still sitting there like a lot of people I see, not in my groups, but in other groups saying, Oh, I'm waiting for it to get back to normal. Oh, I'm waiting for my clients to come back. You can wait. That's a small mind. Or you can go out there and get it. And that's a bigger mind. That's a big vision. That's, a, I see what I want. I'm going to go make a plan. I'm going to go out and get it. I'm going to conquer it. I want a life that allows me opportunities specifically the opportunities of decisions of when I want to work, when I don't want to work, when I want to make money, when I don't necessarily need to make money. Where have the last two years brought you? I want to show you another example here that's going to really excite you. I'm going to tell you a story of two different people. This first gal, she's out of Boston uh, or the Boston area. And I started working with her when it was just her and her business she went through the employee quick start program a couple of years ago, and she was terrified to hire. She was probably the queen of control freaks as well. <laughs> and when I say that lovingly, she was so control freakish that the tact over how to run her staff was actually prohibiting her from being a good leader. She worked really hard on this, on how to become a better leader, and just the other day. She wrote inside one of my groups, I had the biggest month of revenue since starting my business in 2015, in May 2021. This is June 8th. Okay. She wrote this. She said her manager quit within one week's notice. We hired five new employees. And best of all, I traveled for the entire month while this occurred. Thanks, Bella, for teaching me to believe in myself. Guys. Do you know how powerful that is? Do you know how most small-minded people would like fall apart because, oh my God, my office manager's leaving. What did you do last year? Did you get your interview processes smoothed out? Or are you scrambling for that right now? Because I got news for you if you're scrambling right now, and there are people out there scrambling right now. They are losing because the ones that have gotten their stuff together are winning. They are hiring multiple people like I just showed you. And they're using things like Jazz HR, the software that I always talk about to help them do this fast. I want to show you another person too. Here's another one that's been kicking butt and taking names for a couple of years now in the mastermind. He said, you said it was coming, the business. And here we are, just hired two more people today and one on deck, also running a very large side project at the moment. This person is hiring three people at a time right now because earlier, when life got them down and their businesses were closed, they decided to perfect their interview process. They decided to work through all their phases in Jazz HR. They decided to learn their software the best they possibly could and streamline everything. This same person that I just wrote to you about also just hired a VA to do two hours of work a day for 10 hours a week because that's all his business needs to do when it's I think about three or four hundred thousand dollar business. yeah guys, your office manager really should only be working about two hours a day. because there's a difference between busy work and <laughs> efficient work. If you're using your systems, your processes to the fullest capability, it is very easy to make that happen. I know I've done it myself. Are you dreaming too small? Are you thinking that you're only successful if you're popular and you have all these clients? Are you thinking that you're successful if you have a wait list? You're not successful if you have a wait list. You are losing if you have a wait list. If you have a wait list, it means that you're not succeeding in hiring. It means that you are not getting in as much revenue as you possibly can. And guess what? Last I checked, we are in a for profit business. The other thing that you can do when that happens, it's called supply and demand, guys. It's been around since the Stone Age. If you have a wait list or you have more inquiries than you possibly can do, now's a really great time to increase your prices. It's happening all over the world right now. The supply chain is just crashing right now. Have you tried to buy chlorine tablets for your pool? <laughs> Oops. Have you tried to go buy a car or any other kind of like thing that's in the, the supply chain has collapsed The market is extremely volatile. And if you think that you just go along your happy way and you do not see a bigger picture and are dreaming bigger, then you're going to get swallowed up by it. I know this podcast is a little bit different than what you're used to and what we've been talking about, which is hiring. But guys, I want you to start thinking bigger. I want you to start solving problems in a systematic way. I just had a mastermind roundup call and someone said that a client called and said that her sitter did something because the neighbor saw. So she instantly apologized to the neighbor because they were on the phone. And then she called up the sitter and asked him his thought. And then he went into defense mode because it was a nosy neighbor who really was lying or so we suspect. So as we're talking through this, I'm thinking, okay, do we have a, a process for this? Can we think bigger? Let's take this sitter out of the equation. Let's take this Neighbor out of the equation. What is our protocol whenever anybody calls in with a complaint? When you have that protocol, you can start thinking bigger. You can know exactly what to say. You can feel more confident. You're not hanging up the phone and then wondering. You're not inadvertently pissing off your employee because they think that you don't believe them. Your employees are your biggest asset in your company, you guys. So are you playing big or are you playing small? What are you going to do different? In what area? I can't stress enough. One of the best pieces of advice I ever got was when someone said, you know, you got to really start thinking about like, like as if you're a hotel chain or a major, major brand, you know, would Nike go and say, and tell the manager, Oh, just hire on your gut. No, they have an entire program. But the beauty of this is that you, the business owner listening right now, you get to decide what that program is. but the hard part about that is you got to know what you want. And not so often do people actually sit you down and say, what do you want? And that's what I'm here to do today. You can't dream big unless you know what you want. I want you to go back, go back to the website, jumpconsulting.net, click on that magnifying glass and type in vision or Carrie Conley, both with C's, C-A-R-E-Y-C-O-N-L-E-Y. She's amazing. She'll take you through an exercise. If you're in the mastermind, we've got a whole video, an hour-long video where I believe I actually cried on camera because it was that touching and moving and and connecting to a vision, the methodology she puts you through. Are you playing big or are you playing small? The problems that you think you have, are you solving them from a big picture or a small picture? Mm, I know I'm hitting some nerves right now. Are you creating a job? Yourself, or are you creating a business? What's the difference? A job is something that you're a slave to, it's something that only you can do. A business is something that gives you freedom and that has a lot of different elements and people in it to delegate things to. It doesn't rely on one person. Are you creating a job, or are you creating a position? A position would be something that I can plug anyone into that there's clearly defined goals and structure and boundaries in it? Or are you creating a job that's based around this one person because this is what this one person can do for you and they like to do this and they don't like to do this and they like this client and they don't like this client and they'll drive here but they won't drive here and all of a sudden they're the ones that are your boss and you are no longer the boss. Mm-mm, nope, no way, no how. Don't do it for a specific person. Do it for the company. That's the difference between small-minded and big-minded. There's also a book. As I kind of come to a close here, that I really want you to consider listening to. And I say listening because I don't read; I listen. Uh, maybe you want to read it, but it's Patty McCord, and it's called Powerful. And it's called the Netflix Story. It's very eye-opening for all of my business builders out there listening right now. Which I know this is you. And if you're not in this season right now, I know this season's going to be coming for you soon because you're preparing for it by listening to this podcast. But you're going to want to listen or read to this this book, Powerful. It talks about when you need to let people go. It talks about when they're no longer serving the business, not you, the business. It talks about understanding that when people come in, they're not going to be working with you until the day that they die in the grave and that it is no longer doing them a service to their life. Once it just becomes too difficult, once it becomes apparent that their dreams are bigger than just the position in your company and that they're using you as a stepping stone, or maybe they're going to college or they're waiting for that next big job. You can't try to hold on to someone. And this goes for relationships too. You can't hold on to someone because you want it. It has to be right. And if it's not right, it's going to turn toxic. It's going to turn resentful. It's going to turn very difficult, and you're going to have a lot of friction. So you got to be able to let people go when the natural time of the relationship has expired. It also talks about the need for bringing in new fresh blood. It doesn't mean that just because you need an office manager that you're going to always hire from within. It means that if you have systems and processes and SOPs and workflows established, you can actually hire someone else that's come in from someplace else. Maybe they have that specific skill set that you're looking for. I got news for you. Knowing and loving dogs is not a qualifier to work in an office. It's not, whether it's virtual or not. I want you to think big, not small. You are not a hostage to your business. You do not need to be a hostage to your business. And the only people that person that made you a hostage to your business is yourself. So what are you going to do about it? Yep. I'm challenging you right now. What are you going to do about it to start dreaming bigger? Are you going to hang out with people that dream bigger? Are you going to join the mastermind? Are you going to hang out with me Monday through Friday? Are you going to keep trying to do it by yourself? Are you going to automate things in your life, like better marketing with Bella, so that you can have all of your marketing automated and taken care of? And I'm not just talking about marketing for new clients. I'm also talking about marketing for employees, which we provide you with. Or are you going to try to do it all on your own? Are you going to keep building a job for yourself and keep being chronically busy until you hit a wall, crash your car, have high blood pressure, or be so lonely in your life because nobody even remotely asks you to do anything anymore because they know that you're married to your job and you're in your job all the time? Yeah, guys, I'm being pretty harsh right now. And I hope that those of you who get it are drawing closer and those of you who might be repelled by this are just turning the podcast off because I'm not holding back. We are in a service industry revolution right now. And it is time to wake up. It is time to change that mindset. It is time to start dreaming bigger. You need to start remembering that you're the captain of the ship and you are not the person that is mopping the deck on the bottom. Because that when that iceberg comes, you're going to crash. I will bet you, you will crash if you're on that deck. So why do you have your business? And how big can you dream? Can you be like Randa? and in three years and through a pandemic go from one business that she was owning and operating herself to five. Can you become like that other gal who I mentioned, who basically went away for an entire month and had her office manager quit and hired five people all in the same month without falling apart and business not working. Her business is growing and she's had the the biggest year, the biggest month since her, her inception in 2015. Can you be like that other guy that I told you about who just hired three people? I know it's hard. I know it. And it's not going to get easier until at least the end of the year. A lot of people, if they didn't drop out, this is like hazing for your business right now. A lot of people, if they didn't drop out during COVID because their business was shut down and their revenue went down and they're still fighting for it right now, this is another wave of businesses that are going to go under because they're not going to know how to hire. Or they're going to get so discouraged by people quitting and the market being so volatile and people quitting after three, four, five, six, seven weeks. Guys, I got news for you. Most of you didn't do anything to deserve this. Most of you aren't doing anything wrong. It's going to be tough. So buckle up, buttercup. You need to protect yourself you need to perfect your hiring process. You need to perfect your onboarding process. You need to perfect the culture of your company and you need to be around other people that are struggling and succeeding with the exact same things that you are doing right now. You need to be collaborating with your peers. You need to be thinking higher and bigger and what more can happen because the very worst thing that the devil wants you to do with your business right now is to be isolated. To be stuck in that rut and all those thoughts and feelings when you lay your head down on that pillow tonight and you think, oh my God, how am I gonna hire more people? Oh my God, where am I gonna get my money from? Oh my God, when am I gonna have free time so I can work on my business and and do all these things that Bella's told us on the podcast? Okay, maybe you're not thinking of me when you lay down at night. I hope you're not. Guys, everything you're going through, it's normal, but it's doable. And I know it because every day my clients are doing it. All right. I'm feeling a little bit apprehensive about even publishing this podcast because it was a lot of my heart and it was kind of all over the place and it wasn't a list or an outline like last week's was. So please, for the love of God and everything holy, email me and tell me if you liked it or if you didn't like it. Email me, guys, Bella at jumpconsulting.net. I do not stand in my office talking into my new microphone. Have you noticed a difference? Does it sound better? For nothing. I don't do this for myself. I do this for you. This is from my heart to you. And when I am sitting here in my office, I am thinking of certain people that I'm talking to, my avatars. I'm thinking about my coaching clients that are in the mastermind and that are in better marketing with Bella and that are kicking it, that are making it happen. And I see the difference between the people that show up and try, even when they're crying and they're down and out or they're scared. And I see the people that just put their head in the sand and then hope for the best and they go, oh, it didn't work. It didn't work because they don't work. Your processes, the software, it doesn't work because you don't work. When are you going to stand up and realize that what you're doing isn't working and that you need to try something different? If that's you, I want you in the mastermind. If that's not you, then you can go listen to another podcast because I'm probably going to annoy the crap out of you because I'm going to stir something up inside of you that you're not quite comfortable with and you don't want to sit with and you don't want to be pushed. That's okay, guys. I accept it. And and you accept it too. That's okay. But if you're ready, if you're ready for me to fight for your business, like I fight for you every week on this podcast, join me in the mastermind, jumpconsulting.net forward slash mastermind. You can save $50 a month, $600 a year by paying in full for the year. And quite honestly, why would you not want to? Why would you not want to make that commitment to yourself for the next year? You guys, I know that life can be difficult. So I always say, keep jumping because if you keep the momentum going, you'll never get stuck in the rut. Thank you. And let me know your thoughts after listening to this. Bye now.